0: I am a holistic alcohol coach who ended a 20-year relationship to alcohol without labels, counting days, or ever making excuses. Now I help women just like you from around the world do the same with my one-on-one private coaching program. In this podcast, we will explore my revolutionary approach to getting alcohol out of your way that breaks all the rules, life-enhancing tools that make not drinking exciting and joyful, and the profound and sacred journey that it is to rediscover who you are on the other side of alcohol. This show is not a substitution for rehabilitation, medical treatment, or advice, so please talk to a medical professional if your alcohol consumption is at risk to your mental or physical health. Now on with the show. Hello, welcome back to the show, my beautiful listeners. It's Mary Wagstaff. <laughs> I think you know that. Um so glad you're here. Welcome if this is your first show if you're back for more thank you um I just sent out an email last week um you know obviously if you're not listening to this in real time January 10th 2022 um you didn't get it but the message is still the same I was really asking for a favor from you I receive have received over the last 2 years it's almost 2 years it'll be 2 years February for the show it's amazing um i receive I've received so many emails, so much feedback so about people changing their relationship to alcohol just through the show, and then, of course, coming to me for my one on one coaching program, doing a deep dive, really going into that third option that it's not about to drink or not to drink, but you know, a relationship to self, uncovering your beliefs, uncovering all of the ways that you have been um, living with outer authority. With no shame, without judgment, of course, right? Um, and really diving into who are you? What do you want, right? What, if you were to choose, right? How are you judging yourself? What are your beliefs about alcohol? Are they true anymore? You know, and so we we take the time from this place of observation, um, and getting to know each other, to get to uh, really explore the depth of this human experience and how we can bring more joy into it and how we can not take things so seriously all the time um, and how we can solve problems with more grace for the things that are very important to us. And this is what this show does. It's amazing. I, and I feel just like a vessel, a channel and the reason I'm so passionate about it is because my willingness to, to um, utilize these principles that I'm teaching, that I'm sharing, these universal principles, really, my willingness to do this and awaken the essence of who I was unapologetically, completely uniquely Authentically in alignment with who I am, which I'm still doing all the work, all the time, every day. Right? I mean, I've got major things that I'm that I'm working on, ways that I want to transform the way I show up because they're not in alignment with who I am. Right? They're just they're habitual ways of being. Um, but the reason I'm even able to do this is because of the power of the transformation of what is possible on the other side of alcohol done through this lens done through the lens of what we're here for today is eliminating your desire and attachment to alcohol right so you don't eliminate it all in one shot you didn't grow it all in one you didn't you know increase your desire and attachment overnight so it doesn't decrease overnight so that's one of the ways that um we measure our success in this program is we measure, and of course, there's like no real like formula for it. It's kind of based on a on a value inside of desire and attachment, right? So you start here with like a hundred percent desire and a hundred percent attachment. Or maybe you have some things that you, you know, ways that you're not 100% attached to it, um, where you're able to show up for this this one thing where you like, it completely overrides the desire to drink, right? So you can see and we can kind of look at that. Where don't you have the desire to drink? Um, You know, one of my saving graces was like movement and yoga, like would never go to yoga like having had a beer like that just like i i just wouldn't do it it wouldn't create the alignment right that was not part of my practice did i go hungover yes and that <laughs> that was one of the like last things that put me over the edge. Cause I was starting to really tap into my life intention and do a values assessment. And I was at hot yoga class and I was like crushing it. You know, I love yoga. It really aligns with me. My body I was just talking to a client about how I feel like it's a talent of mine, like in my own way, not because I can like stand on my hands for any length of time, but I like get it in my body And I was like laying on the floor in this hot yoga class, I think I've told this story on the show. And I was just like, what girl, what are you doing? Like I had been getting up early before the sunrise going to these early classes, like doing this different style of yoga. And it was that it was like, I was just done. I was like, this is the thing that's the most important to you in the world. The thing that is like, It's like literally one of the loves of my life. It never gets old. It always gets better. I love it. I do it every day, some form of it. I just, it's everything to me. Um, And I was really doing a disservice to it, you know, through myself. So I digress. I need your review. I don't have any ads on this show. I have done this show ad-free. It's full of content. I don't just sit here talking about what it's like to have drank or gossiping or any of those things, right? Like this is like real, applicable, let's get some shit done kind of content. And um, it's for a reason because I don't really enjoy shows where there's just like two people sitting around kind of like talking about things. Um, And not to say that there's not value in that, of course. And I think hearing people's real life stories, and that's why I do the interviews too. So if you are on Apple Podcasts, what you have to do is you go to where the reviews are, you go to the bottom of the show. The reason this is important is because your opinion matters. Like this is going to get, when we rank higher, it gets this in the hands of more people. You know, like searchability is everything. So you have to go to your library. This is just for Apple Podcasts. You go to your library, you click on the show, and then you're going to go to the very bottom and you're going to see ratings and reviews. Now, um, you you have to go to write a review. So you'll see tap to rate with the five stars. So you do five stars. And then you have to go write a review, which is another button. And that's really what i would like from you and say like what what is a tool or what's an awareness that you've taken away from this how has this really helped you right so that someone else can say wow like emotional processing um stepping away from shame you know like where what is it you know the ability to be the neutral witness that has really landed with you or just Mary's, you know, really funny or whatever, you know, <laughs> um, I try to give you some like reality here. This is it. I want you to know who I am. Cause I really feel like this is like the circle that I'm cultivating with you because someday we will meet, um, you know, someday we will work together or you can, you know, we'll have a big festival out at the land and it'll be amazing. So, but we're meeting now we're meeting through the ethers, um, and that's, what's so cool about podcasting. That's why it's my favorite platform. So please do that. Google, you can also do reviews, but you can subscribe on any, you know, subscribe or follow on any platform. I'm on every single, um, uh, podcast platform. So please subscribe, please follow and share, right? Like if you like share, um, share one of my episodes from, my Instagram, you know, on your feed or on your stories or, you know, on your Facebook or whatever. Um, And I'm trying to be more consistent with that. But just hear the show, like, because it's universal content, right? This isn't just about not drinking. This is about diving deeper into your belief system. Are my beliefs true? And are they in alignment with why I'm, what I'm living my life for. And that's really what it comes down to with alcohol, you know, ultimately. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So eliminating your desire and your attachment to alcohol, step number one was sensation, the willingness to feel literally anything. And that, I hope you did that practice. If you didn't, you can do that practice every single day. That was the bonus episode after episode 220, um excuse me 120 so do the bonus episode and practice that like that is such a beautiful practice to just get you into the body so that is like um an overarching view of sensation and what we can add to that today because we're going to be talking about emotion and non-judgmental awareness of emotion um is noticing what circumstances create sensations in the body right? Because not all sensations that you experience come from emotion. So you feel sensation of the sun on your skin or wind, or if you hurt yourself, right? If you bang your elbow, um, the sensation of your mouth when you kiss someone or when you hug someone, right? Or when you touch something the sensations in your body when you move in a movement practice, right? Um, and notice what your judgment is. And then there's the sensations of emotion, vibration in the body. And um, So I want you to just to notice different ways that you experience sensation in the body. And this is an embodiment practice. This is something that's not mirrored, that we're not taught, that we don't really in our culture give a lot of value to. Um, And it's the way that we think about sensation that determines our outcome or our willingness to move through discomfort. And we're going to talk about that on a different episode about Thoughts. But today, what I want to talk about is non judgmental emotion. So, the definition of emotion is a natural instinctive state of mind deriving from one's circumstances, mood, or relationships with others. A natural instinctive state of mind deriving from one's circumstances, mood, or relationships with others. I would say, and you know, the dictionary, is this Merriam-Webster? It doesn't really matter actually. Um, you know, there's so many lenses in our modern world that, you know, I've talked about like the CDC definition of alcohol, alcoholic, blah, 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 all that stuff. Um, and I think the same with the dictionary. Like, I think it's through a like a patriarchal lens. And this isn't, you know, just like feminism, but there there's a lens through which we see things. And I remember listening to a TED Talk, I think, about it was like TED Talk or a uh, radio lab about this once where um it was talking about the interpretation of language amongst different culture and how certain ideas don't even exist like i you know i've coached people from around the world and there are things that i've learned like that's not the way things are and it it has a different meaning and so Even the definition of things I feel like is through a lens of certain beliefs sometimes because I would say your relationships with others is a circumstance. And I would say your mood is the emotion. That's how I would kind of define this. And the way that they're putting this in the thesaurus is feeling. And when I say feeling, I also kind of think about sensations. Sentiment, sensation is another word. reaction. Or response, right? And so we talk about that a lot in coaching too. It's like when we can respond to something, um, you know, a little with more grace versus react, we're giving our we're kind of in a little bit more in control versus the reaction, feeling like it's something outside of ourselves. And that's where like this instinctive state, for me, that really means that it's a natural reaction. But it doesn't mean that it's the same reaction that it's the same instinct for that specific circumstance so like you're going to have a, a a different natural instinct of a circumstance different than someone else what else is going to based on your all of your previous experiences and all of your conditioning and all of your um all of your learned behaviors already, right? DNA, past lives, so on, so forth. So what I want you to really take away from this is that there is a natural instinctive state of mind deriving from one circumstance. And I would really say this is a natural instinctive state that is derived from the mind based on one's circumstances, but it's really a natural instinctive state of the body, right? It's like the sensations of emotion are happening in the body. So what happens with emotion is that we have a a circumstance that might have this natural instinctive reaction Okay That creates sensations in the body, just like the ones that I was talking about, just feeling the vibration of energy. And that's based on conditioning. It can also be based on our judgment and, and our thinking, which is our conditioned beliefs, but they're subconscious. But then what we do is we have an opinion or a thought or a judgment. all those are the same thing about the emotion itself. So instead of being like, having learned, oh, I'm, I'm feeling scared right now. Okay, I'm going to experience scared. And then, you know, I'll move on. And, you know, I can kind of judge to see if this was um, an appropriate reaction based on the circumstance is we judge that we we hide from the emotion and then we drink. Or the emo- we, we're too scared of the emotion, we're too overwhelmed by the emotion, we can't handle it. And then we create compounding emotion because then we have this thought-emotion loop cycle. Um, I'm sure If you've ever experienced anxiety, which everyone has, you've definitely had uh, experienced creating more panic over something that's not real right? Or you have a sensation in the body and you think you're having a heart attack and it's just indigestion. I know I'm not the only one. I know I'm not the only one. <laughs> and then, right? And it's circling and it's circling and it's circling around. And you're like, so then your thoughts create more sensation and then like the sensation creates more thoughts and then you it's compounding. But what I had mentioned last week is that every sensation has a lifespan, every emotion has a lifespan if you allow it. So if you start cultivating non-judgmental awareness around your emotions, you can start to experience them as the sensations they are and also start to kind of go deeper that am I reacting to this firsthand lived experience or am I you know, or is this a conditioned behavior based on the past? And typically, you know, this is what the brain does because it wants to be efficient. So we base, this is why we react, right? It's like emotion. You don't even know the thought. Emotion. You don't even know the thought because we're, this is like how we've been trained for survival. And, and it comes to even just interpersonal relationships, right? So this is a huge part of uncovering your beliefs around alcohol And everything else and every other like limitation that you have, but it's not you, right? This is the way that the brain works. So it's like, let's take that judgment out. And what I talk to some of my clients about is like taking it down to the studs. So you're in a place right now, you know, 30, 40, 50, 60 years, old, 70, however old you are, where you have these layers of conditioning that you can't do anything about right now. Like in this moment, they're there. The only thing you can do is generate awareness And start to work backwards a little bit. And you don't have to work backwards like in a therapeutic setting where we're telling the story and like, you know, kind of trying to figure all that stuff out, which is very useful. I am an out loud processor. I love to tell the story till I'm blue in the face. Um, But for our purposes, we just want to grow our awareness and say, oh, okay, yeah, there was that belief but I don't believe that anymore, right? Or that's not true for me anymore. Or I'm willing to feel the sensations of of that thought that, that that creates the emotion of fear, anxiety, so that I can disprove it. So we need to to take it all the way down as far as we can. We can't go back to infancy and we really can't go back to all of the the thought processing um, and the pathways of alcohol, they're just so deep. And because your brain developed with alcohol, it can't, some of them can't be undone. But you can eliminate it, it your you can eliminate your desire and your attachment to alcohol through this process of awareness and non-judgmental awareness of the emotional state. The emotional state to become familiar with and to become friends with is so important it is it is everything it is everything and that is why i'm here i am here as a like this is emotions school you have got to under you have got to learn about your emotions if you want to eliminate your desire for alcohol you have got to befriend your emotions you have got to welcome your emotions as just experiences so what i'd like you to do for this week non-judgmental awareness of your emotions right? Noticing, just noticing your emotional state. Uh, I'm happy. I'm sad. And I'm going to put in the show notes a link to a sheet of emotions. You're going to laugh. It's like hundreds of emotions. Print it out and like write it down every day. That's the practice of everyday ritual that I've given you before where you chart your emotional state in um, alignment with your your own personal monthly cycles and rhythms. So I want you to just notice, just note your emotions without judgment. And then notice when you do want to judge them. Oh, I shouldn't be sad. I shouldn't be this. I shouldn't be that, right? Oh, that's silly, right? that is not useful at all. Now, we can cultivate a new emotion. We can experience happiness, joy, amazing emotions without the circumstance changing too. Right? We can be disappointed and still decide to choose happiness instead, still decide to choose joy instead. It's possible. And you don't need Alcohol as your solution for joy and happiness—it's just been the mode of the only way you know how. So it feels kind of scary to release that. You're like, "How am I going to have fun?" You'll get there. Trust me. You just again, we're taking it down to the studs. We're working backwards. It's going to happen the same too for how you're going to then rebuild your. You know, you got to rebuild your structure. And like you get to add in like all the details. I really, Matthew's a contractor, so I really like to think about like these contracting metaphors. Like we take it down to the studs, we get rid of like all the 70s stuff and all the electrical and plumbing that's like been upgraded, right? So we have these, some of these are actually ancient technologies, you know, when we think about some of the contemplative arts of the East. But we have these new technologies now through self-inquiry, self-development, um, And just mindfulness being more accessible and readily available through movement practice, through embodiment, through all of the, through like the magical holistic arts, like we have access to to rebuilding this with an upgrade. So we're like literally, and Joe Dispenza talks about this, like upgrading our DNA. We don't have to stick with like the knob and tube wiring and like the copper plumbing. Like we've got pecs we got this right so let's this is what we're doing we're gonna upgrade you're gonna keep you you know you're gonna keep the you the structure the beautiful you the roots all the things we're just gonna like upgrade the system so that you have these tools to just like be have like the coziest house right where you just like love being and even if you feel like crap you're just like oh my god but i'm home and it's so good all right, I think you're amazing. Don't forget to rate and review, please, and share. I love you and reach out for with any questions. Have a great week. If a life of deeper self-mastery and feminine embodiment is calling you, but alcohol is the one constant in your way, I want to invite you to check out my one-on-one coaching program. It's your opportunity to apply the tools and principles from the show to your life one step at a time. Together, we create the safe and sacred container to explore the habit of alcohol, the power of choice, and awaken your inner light. Schedule a complimentary alignment session where I will help you uncover the next best step for you on your journey of discovering what's possible on the other side of alcohol. Follow the link in the show notes or on my website, marywagstaffcoach.com. I can't wait to.